You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, interwebs? This is Brandon. And this is Alex. And we're filmmakers. And we're also drinking bourbon. You got that right, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Speaking of bourbon, what did I just gulp down there? What is that? Well, uh, we're trying all bourbons. Yeah. From the high end to the low end. I'm guessing this is the low end. From the top of the (laughs) shelf to the bottom of the well. Bottom of the barrel here. What is this? This is uh, Ancient Age. Yeah. Ancient Age, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, and it's carefully distilled along the banks of Kentucky, bottled in a nice plastic bottle <laughs> in a flask 200 milliliter size for your back pocket. Oh God, let me see that thing. That I, is. I think it's pretty, it's all right. It's now, not. now, let's mention we, you know, I mixed it up in, with an old fashioned with the aromatic bitters and yeah. a little bit of simple syrup. So we've definitely sweetened this. And, For sure. Um, let's take. Let's try a straight swig. Pop that top. Okay, let's let's, let's, do it. let's well, get in know, there. I, I will just point one thing out. It's different. <laughs> uh, most of them are what aged eight, nine, twelve years. Yeah, you know, a good amount. This yes. one says, well, let's just put it, it's in months. <laughs> aged at least thirty six months. <laughs> so here we go. How's that feel? Straight, straight down the hatch. Not bad. <laughs> Let me try. Not bad. It's not horrible. It's think, not bad. I think we've hit a dangerous area where it's not bad. Where even this is it's, good. It's pretty. I mean, you can tell it's cheap. It's yeah. It's it's your sure. truck stop. You know, flask refill. Truck, That's what that is. Truck stop bourbon. Yeah. Well, it's not, it was fun. It's not bad. It's, it's, it's in plastic. It's got a little burn. It's in plastic. Yeah, you can I think I'm getting some of the, the plastic aroma <laughs> that seeped into the bourbon there. You I know. wonder, there must be a term for that. We need, um, we, we still need to get a, a, a bourbon, bourbon expert yeah, on the show who really can mean. break it down. <laughs> some of the plastic seeping. For in. sure. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well, that's fun. That's good. <laughs> cheers. Let's cheers to that yeah, one more time. I need some of the, the old fashioned. There we go. Mouth. Yeah. Mm. All right. There you go. Much Not better. bad. The so um, the syrup. Yep. so yeah. we're going to go ahead and say, if you have a cheaper bourbon, one that's uh, measured in months, not years, <laughs> um, you probably want to go ahead and mix that up. Yeah. Maybe make a Manhattan, maybe make an Old Fashioned, um, and, and that's going to do you all right. So um, yeah. anyways. All right, man. So uh, anyway. clearly, cool. um, you've been drinking bourbon, clearly. Yeah. You still got that bottle of uh, was it Booker's? Booker. I got two of them for my wedding. Nice. So the the first bottle, I'll just call it your bottle, is almost okay. done. Nice. It's fantastic. Wonderful. Have a glass every night. It's That's great. good. Yeah. Awesome. It's a little little better than this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm uh, I finally cracked open uh, my Father's Day present of uh, bullet. Right? Bullet. Yeah. That stuff's so good. Was it rye or the? No, no. it's the bourbon. Okay. Cool. It's so good. Which people, you know, again, bourbon is made in America, mm-hmm. 51% corn. A couple other factors. Aged in a single oak barrel. Yeah. Now, I've had a couple people still contest it has to be in Kentucky. From what I understand, that is not true. Not true. Rye, on the other hand, is made with other stuff. Rye whiskey. Besides 51% corn. Yeah. 
different that's uh, all different grains and sugars that's all no big deal we don't have yeah. to fight about this it's still good it's fine it's still delicious okay so what have you been watching dude what have i been watching well uh the wife now i can say that yeah, my dude. wife my wife and i yes uh the matrimony has happened yeah so two nights ago we watched a really cool movie which i tweeted about it because it was so good Awesome. Called Hector and the Search for Happiness. Oh, real quick, uh, yeah. what's your Twitter? My Twitter yeah. is at A Elkins DP. There you go. That's my Twitter. Connect with Alex so that you can catch up on these things yeah. that he tweets out even before the show comes before out. Before the show, you can hear what I'm It's watching. like a sneak preview. It is. Anyway, at A Elkins DP says uh, Hector and the Search for Happiness. Really good movie. Really emotional. Nice. Simon Pegg. Uh, so normally known for very comedic roles. Cool. Still, still funny, but he plays more of a dramatic part. He's a, a psychiatrist who has just lost the love of life, and so he sets out on a journey to find what makes people happy. That's cool. So the hope he, hopefully he can bring it back to his patients and help them become happy. But he's really trying to make himself happy. Gotcha. And it's just great. He travels all over the world and finds all these happy people that don't necessarily have everything, money, Fame, whatever, sure. power, and they're super happy. So is this, they all is this new? A new piece? Very or? new. Yeah. Okay. It's on Netflix. Netflix. It's great. Um, beautifully shot. Beautifully acted. You'll cry. It's good. Hector and the Search for Happiness. Nice. Yeah. That's great, man. What about you? Oh, you, you know. Man, uh, we've had, my wife has had family in from out of town from Colorado. Yeah. So, uh, it's been crazy every night. We've just been family hanging out. My kids hanging Card out with games and bourbon, hanging out with their cousins. Last night we, I actually set up a, uh, Nerf top shot with Ooh. all the kids. And I set up these targets and they oh, had different cool. rounds and it got intense, dude. Did you like, film it? No, but it got intense. <laughs> there was, they Multi were, camera. yeah, there was an obstacle course where they had to shoot one, one cup, like a plastic cup and then go under the pool table. And then, shoot on your knees over the couch and if you hit that target you had to flip over the couch Whoa. onto your belly and then from your belly shoot another target it was crazy you're teaching these kids to be like navy seals it something. was awesome so we've been kind of like you know taking a break from from watching some stuff but i do always try to stay up to date on what's happening out there uh one of the ways i do that is there's a, a great little blog post that we do at leapframe yeah uh, called the triple feature i've seen that yeah. and i used to run it back in the day and I've handed that off to our lead editor, Anthony Schneider. Yeah. And he runs it now. And so he's always finding really cool stuff and different stuff. And his point of view is a little different. So he likes, you know, uh, different flavors than I do. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you go to leapframe.com, that's L-E-A-P-F-R-A-M-E.com, yep. and click on the blog section, you'll see some really cool posts. And the triple feature always features three short videos from the internet, that usually Vimeo. And um, we, you know, make a couple notes on why we like it. And so it's always fun to check on that. So I'll peep in on cool. that and, and see, you know, what I need to be looking at or what's cool or what Anthony thinks is cool. And um, there's nice. some other stuff on there as well. Uh, Ryan, our motion designer, who was on a past show. Yeah. He does a feature called The High Five. And he highlights five motion design pieces that are trending and very cool. That's awesome. So, Keeps in yeah. his realm. That's yeah, great. and so yeah. The, re the whole reason we're doing it is so, you know, people like our listeners who are in the industry, um, you know, maybe you don't have time to go see what, what the most trending video is. Maybe you don't know what's, what's going on in the industry. Yeah. 
you can go to uh, our blog and find three things you might not have seen before. Yeah, we're highlighting That's other cool. we're highlighting other people's work and what's I love cool. It. So I love that. That's right. Yeah, it's not always about our work. Are they all narrative? Are they sometimes doc? Are they sometimes branded? Everything. Everything dude. Every, just three things that stand out. Yeah. That's cool. It's I like cool. that a lot. So it's fun. So go uh, get on there and check it out. And um, yeah. yeah, we should put that up on the up on the page. We we'll do that. Yeah, just link to the link to the latest fdbpodcast.com. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do it. It's been it's been fun. So, uh, what's uh, what's going on? What have you been uh, jamming on? What have you been working on? Work, work. You've been working or it's what? Always work, man. It might not always be shooting work, but there's always work. <laughs> um, so I've been, I've been revamping the site. I'm always just tweaking that thing. Always. But I mean, you gotta put up, you know, the latest Always. latest shot stuff. So I, you know, put up a few new music videos that got released. We had one just uh, yesterday or the day yesterday, I think. Um, all girl metal band that I shot up in Detroit. Nice. Called Conquer Divide for a song called Nightmares. Sweet. Pretty sweet. It was a big night setup exterior. Uh, really cool. Cool man. Um, did that. Put up a couple other music videos. Just tweaked it around a bit and. You saw, uh, obviously, last week we talked about uh, posting uh, I'm So Cincinnati. Yeah. And uh, Donnie's already got, like, uh, Maserati's got, like, almost 3,000 hits. Wow. It's crazy. Good. It's great. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, people love it. Do you like it? People like yeah, it? Yeah, it's cool. Um, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, people. I've gotten great response from the, the sort of the art direction. People really like the the portraits. The realness factor. Yeah. yeah they, you're showing real people it. from Cincinnati. They love it. That's so, awesome, uh, man. So it's cool. It's a lot of fun. It's cool to see that, you know, it's cool to see people talk about something you do. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You talked about real. What do you, um, what are your thoughts? You know, you've done this for a long time. You know, our listeners are out there, you know, maybe they're getting ready to cut their reel. Maybe mm-hmm. they're revamping their reel. How, how often do you update your reel? Well, I know the answer to this. You update your reel like every day, but Constantly. realistically, what, what do you think is realistically? I put out like a new, I'll, I'll proclaim it and be like, Hey, check out my new reel, blah, blah, blah. Probably every six months. Sure. I'll do a beginning of the year one that features all the good work from last year and then halfway through the year or maybe towards the end of it, you know, now-ish, maybe in a month or two, I'll put out another one that's gotcha. updated work. Yeah, with, with all the new stuff from the year. Okay. Yeah, I usually do one a year. Yeah. I haven't done one this year yet. You should. You Just got a bunch of new stuff. I haven't stuff. had time to bunch do of it, but... Stuff. But I think definitely minimally you want to go yearly. Yearly. But I do think if you sure. if you do shoot a ton, uh, like Alex does, um, then I, I get doing yeah. maybe two. But I mean, again, but between the the big posts and the hey, here's the new reel. Sure. I'm all, I'm you know I'll go through and, and swap out a clip or if I've just shot something really cool that I think is a better representation of my current abilities sure. as a, as a cinematographer, I'll. I'll pop in the new clip or the new project I won't necessarily announce it yeah but just so once you know i pass it off to potential clients or people that are going to hire me they they get a better sense of who i am cool I, let's do um let's do like a real call let's do a real a real call is that a thing real call not a roll call but a real call. <laughs> real call so to all the listeners out there who've tuned in um you know you guys are you guys are part of the family you guys have yeah. been with us now for going on nine episodes um, we want to see your work, so send yeah. us your reels. Send us your reels, uh, and we will we'll get them and we'll we'll post them. We'll sure. talk about them. Yeah, maybe next episode. For sure. At some point, send them. At some point, we're gonna say, hey, here's some reels. Here's what we liked. Here's what we loved. Absolutely. Um, 
maybe throw throw out some shout outs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Pick up pick a couple and put them up on the site. Cool. Yeah, I like it. Real call. Real call. R e e l. R e e l. Like a film reel. Yeah. There, there you, you go. go. Uh, that's Perfect. cool, man. Well, what about you? What have you been working on? Dude, I have been in the woods. I've been in the farm, the farmlands. Really? You like? Yeah, dude. You're out we there on um, like a spiritual search or something? Well, kind of. Um, so Anthony uh, is friends with um, some girls from a small boutique brand here in Northern Kentucky, Anthony's Cincinnati. Anthony's friends with girls. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And uh, they have a little shop called Grainwell. Grainwell, G-R-A-I-N-W-E-L-L. Look it up. I like it. And they do these really cool like wood carving things. They go out and they find barn wood and they bring it back to the shop and they... Mm-hmm cut it and they spec it they have a laser cutter wow. they you know they make things uh that say you know i love ohio i love new york um they do custom cuttings they yeah. do things that say you know bourbon so it's general woodworking kind of but it's like decor it's kind of like little like you know decor art, stuff art yeah stuff yeah. you hang on your wall little things planters so not like chairs and stuff. no it's totally cool oh that's cool yeah and it's really neat you know sort of their process and they and we wanted to you know to help them you know they're friends of anthony's and yeah. we we kind of have some it's an all, all female shop yeah they're actually adorable wow. they're three girls <laughs> yeah they're cute as can be three girls cute as can be women um i would say i don't know they're so young well oh. yeah they're in the 20s women oh, wow. women oh, cool. yeah. is that offensive i'm sorry yeah, ladies. They're, they're women. Ladies. They're ladies. Three women. Three ladies. Three ladies. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can never get it right. Either way, three young women. Three females. Three young women. Yeah. There you go. Who are all fashionable, adorable, great personalities. Yeah. And they all are sisters. Wow. So it's this cool it little, yeah, it's a cool little story. And one of, them's, one of them's sort of like the designer. She works in Illustrator. The other mm-hmm. one's like more like you know, in the wood shop and, you know, the other one is, you know, work in the storefront, Marketing. social media. That's perfect. And, um, and they're, they're cool. And so we sat down and we talked about kind of, you know, what would work for like a mutually beneficial sort of setup. And, mm-hmm. um, part of it is us making sort of a, like a brand documentary, like a brand commercial for them, like yeah. to capture the essence of this what idea that their, their, their brand is family, but it's also, um, you know, there's this element of like female empowerment, you know, these business owners, these young women are business owners, but yet they're also like super fashionable and pretty. And so it's like, how do you show that? And so Hmm. we went out and got up at three, our call time was, uh, four o'clock, five o'clock. Were you trying to catch a sunrise? Yeah. It was a five, it was a five o'clock call time. Yep. So we woke up at 3 AM and I picked up Anthony at four. We had to drive an hour. We arrived on location dense dense fog crazy fog yeah. like you couldn't even like we, i was driving five miles an hour you could not see where you're going um and you know we waited for the sun to to rise and kind of get where we wanted it to be and we were going to set up this big drone shot using the phantom too yeah we were all set up we were all ready to go i calibrate the phantom i get you know all my satellites are calibrated we're ready to oh, go sure everything's feeling good yeah we got the GoPro Hero 4. We got it linked up to my iPhone. We you get the settings, yep. you know, synced up. We were shooting. Um, we shot 10. You know, it's going to end up being 1080. We just ended up shooting 1080. Um, yep. And we shot at 60 frames per second. Gorgeous. The whole thing we shot in 60. Sun come through the fog. On the, the GoPro and the uh, C100 Mark II. Oh, cool. All okay. 60. Um, and so... 
here comes, you know, sort of our moment. We're feeling good about it. And battery dies. Oh. And it was like fresh batteries. Like, I don't know what happened. It was, it was crazy. Some in the atmosphere. I don't know. So uh, we panic. We say, oh, my gosh, we got to get, let's grab the C1. Let's grab the slider. Let's get something while the sun's rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And luckily, I packed, and I highly recommend all listeners, pack a power converter plug to have in the car. So I was able to, oh, like with AC, 12, 12, yeah. I was able to throw the batteries on charge. Uh, so we got our shot with the slider, with the, their truck, you know, they're driving this pickup truck, okay. going to pick up this barn wood. We got the shot with, our, with the slider, and then I got enough charge on the batteries that we were able to run back, grab the batteries, and, and get the drone take. up. Oh, wow. So we get the drone up. There's dense fog everywhere. And I'm flying the drone. I think I've got the shot. And then all of a sudden, I lose connection with the drone. Oh, no. And I, I can't see it. It's gone. Like, it is gone. Yeah. Well, luckily. It's going to come crashing down. Luckily, most drones these days have a homing sort of mechanism yeah. where when they lose connection or they flip out or whatever, they come home. Come back to home base. So next thing I know, we're waiting, we're waiting, and then all of a sudden we see the flashing lights. <laughs> and it starts. You hear the bzzz. Yeah, it starts flying home. It went into home mode. Oh, wow. Um, and it wasn't that we flew it that far away, but I think what happened was uh, the moisture in the air. I think they have like a moisture sensor. It could be. And it like panicked and it came back. Um, actually, Anthony had to grab it out of the air because the grass was so high in the field we were in. Yeah, you'd lose it. So we grabbed it. Um, we waited. We let it dry out and we are able to get the shot and we, we flew a couple again. Wow. So Very cool. Turn out, yeah. I think. You got something? Yeah, it's really cool, man. We It, it was a lot of fun. We got some great stuff and nice. we're looking forward to being able to share that piece. That sounds really neat. I love this music that's, that's jamming out right now. Yeah, if you now. guys can't hear this, we can for sure. <laughs> we got a neighbor upstairs at the uh, Leap Frame Studios over here who does guitar lessons. Yeah, Nick Tuttle. He's super cool. Fantastic, yeah. Uh, and the, whoever's but taking lessons right now is really good. They're jamming it out. But today they decided they were going to tap the, tap the crap out of their foot. Yeah. It's like a bluesy, folky. Or a... Poof. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, okay. So, yeah, it's been fun, man. That was a really cool uh, project, and now it's in post. And, um, Sweet. You know, hopefully it's going to have this really cool sort of gun and garden lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Sort of fashion meets home decor meets Wrangler. female empowerment. You know what that reminds me of? Just, I don't know, you talking about that, the whole female fashion-y maker thing. Is that Makerware commercial we did a long time ago? Yeah. It's kind of the maker movement. Yeah, it's got a little bit of that built into it, but you know, it, it might feel like a little bit like the Levi's Wrangler. Yeah, there's, there's farm aesthetic. I, I dig it. There's something in there. They have a they have a website. They can, um, you can see their stuff. Grainwell. I think it's Grainwell.com. I'm sure they're on Facebook and stuff. Well, they're on Instagram for sure, and okay. it's it's at Grainwell underscore. Grain is that G R A I N W E L L underscore underscore. Yeah. Greenwell, check it yeah. out. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, it was cool. The link up and uh, look at their work. Oh, well, there's a huge, there's a huge issue though, dude. Maybe What's you can up? help me out. Um, so we get the footage back in. We shot everything 60 frames per second. On uh, GoPro or C1? On the C100. C100. Mark two. Okay. The light's gorgeous, right? Magic hour. I mean, everything's hitting home. Everything's feeling great. Yeah. Um, obviously, we couldn't totally check playback because the C100 Mark two doesn't play back at 60. Yeah, I think it just plays yeah. back normal or whatever. For sure. So we get it into Premiere, and we're, we notice, like, some weird, like, weirdness, like some blurriness, some Blurry. sort of... Blurry? 
it was mainly on like the fast stuff, like when the truck drove by. Hmm. It was blurry at sixty frames, like we, motion smearing. Kind of blur. Yeah, it was a little. What goo- was goofy. uh? What shutter were you shooting at? Do you know? Uh, I think we were shooting at like sixty. One sixtieth of a second. At sixty frames. Is that not good? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, what happened? Minimum. So you're you're sub 180 degree shutter at that point. So you're gonna get lots of smearing and motion blur. Hmm. Minimum, you should have been rocking a one one twentieth of a second shutter to get 180 degrees so proper. Two times. Two times. Yeah. So you're definitely gonna get smearing if, ah, if you do that. Geez. That might have been the issue there. Well, that makes sense because. I've, when, obviously, you normally shoot 48 when you're shooting 24. Exactly. Double but it. I don't know. For some reason, man, I thought maybe you, I thought you told me at one point no. that when you shoot 60, you're at 60. No, I would never say that. Huh? Damn it. That might be the problem. That's what happens when you don't have a DP on set. <laughs> you know, this was one hey. of those pro bono jobs, and uh, it's we were kind of doing it ourselves. We got some good shots, it's though. Okay. Well, you can go for some sort of a dreamy aesthetic or something. Yeah, I mean, it know? definitely yeah. looks a little more dreamy. And there's definitely great shots in there. Yeah. It's just whenever stuff is moving really fast, it you looks a little... smearing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you should have been at 1 one twentieth, if not higher. Okay, well, I mean, while we're on the topic, why don't we just break that down for the listeners? For sure. You know, there's some people who are super advanced, you know, mm-hmm. who are, you know, listening to the show, and there's people who are just getting into it. So let's let's talk about it. Shutter speed versus shutter angle. What's going on? Yeah, so shutter angle, um, say, say you want normal rendition of movement and blurring and yep. all that jazz. You typically, for cinema applications and anything, want to be at 180 degrees shutter angle. Okay, and that's to kind of be like the human eye? To, yeah, for kind of the human eye type type blurring. So when something goes past you, it blurs a little bit, and it's not, but it's not too smeary, like, sure. like the things you're saying on the 160th. Okay. Um, so 180 degrees. There's a, there's a whole calculation for it. It's super easy. You can find it online. We can, we can post it on the site fdbpodcast.com you can check it out but uh if you're shooting at 24 frames you want to be at 1 48th of a second so say you're shooting on a dslr okay but you just said angle and now you're telling me seconds exactly so So, give me the difference between an angle and a second because that's a different measurement so the angle is always that you're shooting at 180 degrees uh at 24 frames cool you switch the camera to 60 frames it's still going to be at 180 degrees it's, it's but be when there. you do the conversion, but when you do the conversion to shutter to, quote, speed, shutter speed, yes. So if you're in a DSLR or pretty much a lot of cameras nowadays, a lot of Canons, uh, Sony are pretty much always in shutter uh, shutter speed for some reason. Okay, it's completely different. It's dependent on your frame rate. And shutter speed is a lot more prevalent with like um, stills. Yeah, you're shooting stills oh, yeah. and you're like, hey, I want to capture this waterfall and I want to freeze it in time. So I'm going yeah. to shoot at a faster shutter speed. Yes. So in general, am I, am I, okay. And again, I'm, I'm a director yeah. first and shooter second. Mm-hmm. My understanding is the faster the shutter speed, the, the you could, it's going to be choppier, but you can also f- kind of freeze time, right? Like if a, a ceiling fan spinning at a high shutter speed, you can kind of get it still. Yes. You can match the speed. And, and if kind of you, yeah shoot at a lower shutter speed, like say 60, 40, 80, or whatever, here's, it's gonna be more blurry. Here's a good way to put it, because people have seen this movie, Saving Private Ryan, Great the movie. beach landing sequence. Everything's sharp and choppy, and you can yep. see every particle of dirt that flies up when a bomb hits. Correct. Very high shutter speed, 
very low shutter angle. So I think they shot the thing at a 45 degree shutter angle. Right. Which would, in the math, be considered a high shutter speed. Got it. Like one four fiftieth or whatever. So there's a correlation. Absolutely. Shutter angle is absolute. It's going to be, it's always what it is. Got you set it. your camera at 180 degrees, doesn't matter what frame rate you're at, it's it always going to be 180 is. degrees. Absolutely. But there's also, depending on your frame rate, a mathematical equivalent to a shutter speed. So if I would have had my camera set to shutter angle 180, yeah. I would have had zero problems. Zero. Because the math would have already happened, and it, they would it have, it it would have you. said, oh, you're, you need to be at 120. Exactly. Because you're at 60. Exactly. But here's a good way to think about it for anybody. If you're shooting on a DSLR or anything, and you're using shutter speed, and you want the 180-degree shutter angle, you want realistic rendition of movement and motion. Okay. What's the equation? And you're shooting at, it's, you take your frame rate. So 24. Say 24. You double. Let's say 30. Say 30. Double yeah, it. shooting at 30. Double your frame rate. Okay. 60. 60. Put a 1 over it. 1, one over, 60. over 60. That should be your shutter speed. You're shooting at 48 frames a second because you want a little bit of slow-mo. 1 over 96. What if I'm shooting 120? You're shooting 120 frames a second. 1 over 240. And, and you double it. You put a 1 over it. And that gives you the supposed realistic rendition. All realistic, right. you know. There you have it. There you go. Shutter angle, shutter speed. But when proper and when when you can do it, I recommend just using shutter angle because it's so much easier. Sure. Yeah. All right. Do it. That's good. Thanks for the tip, buddy. There you go, man. Wow. The Alex Elkins tip of the day. There you go. Shutter <laughs> angle. Um, but, you know, and again, it, we'll move, move on to the next thing, but yeah. the one thing that I love about the C100, mm-hmm. and I know there's other cameras that have this, but man, having that built-in ND killer is unbelievable. It's I mean, so you useful. can just rock all day, and as the sun changes, you just pivot so, and you just flip that switch, and yep. bam, you adjust. Bam, you adjust. For and sure. It's just super, super helpful. And yeah, th- okay, that brings up another point. Going back to shutter angle, shutter speed, I think a lot of people make the mistake of uh, compensating for exposure changes with the shutter. Versus doing it with the ISO or with NDs. Sure. Well, all right. Well, if we're gonna, yeah, if we're gonna get into it, let's just get into let's it. Let's get into it. Okay. So if we're gonna say, get dirty. Let's get dirty. So, so what? Why? Okay. So we we d- we delved into shutter speed, shutter angle. Yeah. Here you go. So here here's an example. Say you're uh, at a you know you're shooting. It's a cloudy day. Okay. You're properly exposed. You're at you know, 24 frames, and you're shooting at 148th of a second shutter. Okay. Everything looks great. All of a sudden, what are we uh, f-stop? What are we at? We at a, we're at say two eight. Say you're at a say you're at a four. Okay. Right. Okay. You're at four. You're you don't want to you know whatever. You're just at a, you're at four. F four twenty four frames one forty eighth of a second. ISOs whatever because it's right. Okay. You're properly exposed. All of a sudden, the clouds clear up and the sun pops out, and now you're way overexposed. Blown out. Blown out. Some people. You've got options. You do have options, but some people will make the mistake of cranking up the shutter speed in order to compensate for sure. it. Sure. Which, the higher your shutter speed goes, the choppier more light loss you have. And yeah. the choppier your footage gets. But the choppier, yeah. So you end up looking like Saving Private Ryan when you're filming a corporate interview outside and it's just not appropriate. Correct. 
So in, in any case, they should use NDs or lower their ISO. Okay, so let's say you don't have ND. Or their F-stop. You don't have ND. Yeah. So is the would you go, if you, your shutter speed, you want to be at 180. Yep. So if you're shooting 24, you're, you're at 148. Yep. So you're like, I'm not going to screw that up. No. But I'm blown out because of the sun. Yeah. Is your first move to go F-stop or ISO? Depends on where my ISO is at. On most camera, on all cameras, there's a sweet spot, a native ISO sure, the range. The C100 is like 850. It's 850, yeah. So that gives you an equal amount of stops over, and an equal amount of stops under. Correct. I think for that, it's like six and a half and six and a half. Many times, it's noted by brackets on your camera. Yeah. Be like brackets, like, hey, this is the sweet spot. Exactly. Do you know all the sweet spots for all the cameras? Most of them. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Anyway, um, what's the Alexis? We're not going to get in. 800. Nice. Yeah. But it's, you know, you sacrifice certain things by doing lower, higher ISOs. That's cool. So, anyway, but that gives you the best dynamic range. So, you don't want to really mess that with that. I don't, at least. So, my first, so if, if I don't have quick, NDs, my first quick, is to go to aperture. Go for real it. Real quick, real quick. Go Let's ahead. not jump on this. If I crank up or drop down my ISO, what's going to be the adverse effect? Is that going to affect grain? grain factor right yeah ISO will affect grain you'll get less grain less noise I'll say the most, lower most you go the, you know you lower the ISO you get less noise the but higher you crank it the more you get yes but if you choose to lower your ISO to compensate for overexposure you're also losing highlight range you're losing stops in your highlights gotcha so it shifts towards the shadows so you see more into the shadows but your highlights start clipping really fast yeah so if you go below the sweet spot and you're outside, you're going to lose your highlights really sure. quick. So that's why my, if I don't have access to NDs, the first thing is, okay, you just close down the lens. Yeah. Okay. Now you're at a F 16 or eight or yep. 32 or whatever, you know, so your depth of field is affected. You have, you see more into the distance, right? but you retain the information, in the highlights and you don't look like you're saving private Ryan. Okay. Cool. I get. I understand it. <laughs> Hopefully, our listeners do. Yeah. And there's some great tutorials out there. I know oh, sure. Linda and other places uh, deal with the issues of it's like a it's like a triangle, right? Like a trifecta: shutter yeah. speed, ISO, and aperture. Yep. Yep. What do you, yeah? What Man. do you change in order wow. to achieve a certain? Thing? I think we almost. I think we may have delved into a how-to. Which we said we should. This do. might be a but how-to podcast. No, it's it's a valuable. It's a lesson. It's lesson a le learned. Life lesson. Life. It's a life lesson. <laughs> nice. Either way, don't lower your shutter speed <laughs> in order <laughs> to do that because you'll get a dreamy effect. Yeah. Uh, anyway, cool. That's kind of neat. Yeah, that's fun. So, all right. So, what else is going on, man? What are you stoked about? What's What's up with you? You pumped about anything right now? I've been doing. Well, I've been talking to. So I, I finished two uh, short films. One of which we talked about last. Last and we posted the trailer on fdbpodcast.com. <clears throat> yeah, we did. Daniel Hope you series. guys enjoyed it. So that got a lot of positive uh, feedback. Great. And then I finished another one, Eddie. It's called Eddie All with right. uh, Brad Gollowin, who we still have to have on the show. Your uh, music video guy. Music video guy. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. He actually hollered at, had, hollered at me on Twitter. Yeah. And I think me and him are on the same page when it comes to superhero movies. Good for you guys. <laughs> I, I think I'm pretty sure he likes Nolan. Christopher so, Nolan films. Yeah. So, but uh, anyway. we, we love it when you guys interact with us. Um, I'm at Brandon Ferris. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, you already shared yours yeah. earlier. At A. Elkins DP. Yeah. 
Um, awesome. Anyway, so him and I did a, a short film in one day. We shot it in like 20 hours, 19 okay. hours. 19 um, hour film festival. 19 hour film festival. Not intentionally, just because you know we could only afford to rent a camera and lights and stuff for uh, for one day, mm-hmm. and that's all the film called for, really. Um, but I've been talking to both Brad Gallowin and Adam Mark Brown, both the directors of the shorts, about uh, festival stuff, and that's just something that none of us know really anything about. So we're doing all this research about how to go about entering festivals, what festivals to enter, what to expect, how much it's going to cost, all that jazz. And I don't know, it's confusing. There's so much out there. And that's something maybe our listeners know a little more about than I do. Maybe you can school me. Well, I'll tell you what. What I think should happen is we need to have a festival show. Yeah. We've got some friends um, on Twitter who always are helping us out promoting stuff, et cetera, with... um, the Liftoff Film Festival. Yeah, 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 for sure. London and L.A. and stuff. I bet we can get them on the show. That would be great. They can get some insight, you know, from a festival perspective yeah, what's, on what what's, they look for. What's the length? Do you want to be at yeah. 10 minutes, 12 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. I know this, that, you know, most festivals, 72 minutes is a feature. Yep. 72 and up is a feature. 72 and below is a short, but typically. You don't want to be on the high end of but that But there's range. a sweet spot in there because it's all about programming. Yep. What can they fit into the programming? So we've been in a couple of film festivals with the uh, Documentary Challenge with, doc, with yeah. the Hot Docs. Up in Toronto. And that's been cool. But, yeah, I think this is, you know, we could scratch the surface on it, but I think this is reserved for a whole show. We need an expert. Yeah, we need somebody to come in and, and give us their their view. Well, let's inside. do that. We'll, we're we're going to go ahead and commit to you listeners um, – we're going to bring you a show all about festivals. Yes. We're going to get an expert, uh-huh. and you're going to leave the show with everything you need to know on how to position your film to get accepted to a festival. Maybe not everything, but you a better understanding. <laughs> no, everything. Everything? Everything. Man, that's ambitious. Cheers to that. Yeah. I'll cheers, cheers to that. We're going to do that for sure. We'll get you a festival expert. Yeah, man. So, uh, well, I'm excited about some stuff. What are you excited about? I am actually pretty excited. Um, one of the things that, that I love about you know, the industry is that everybody's connected mm-hmm. and I love being able to share people's, you know, wins and successes and that Giant sort of family. Stuff. Yeah. And so a part of the, the filmmakers drinking bourbon family is uh, a guy named Ben Mullins. Yeah. Ben Mullins. And he, he actually designed our logo and our artwork in the iTunes store, mm-hmm. which you're probably familiar with. It's got a nice little script font and it's great. It looks old, old, old-timey. Old-fashioned. I yeah. mean, it's, you know. It's yeah, it's cool. And um, so we're, we're totally indebted to him for that. And uh, But I'm super excited. He's got some really cool stuff happening. Uh, first off, you got to follow him on Twitter and Instagram. He is at bmully. That's B-E-E, like a bumblebee. Mully, M-U-L-L-Y. At bmully. He's awesome. He's always posting cool stuff, cool doodles. This guy, this guy can... Uh, get a pen and a paper and draw anything and he's just he's really cool he's always doing cool stuff around the office with chalk uh on the walls and uh, so that's what um, i've seen he's got a really cool tumblr it's uh tumblr.com backslash blog backslash ben mullins sweet ben mullins so check out ben mullins he's got a really cool thing happening right now on cottonbureau.com where you can uh, get on there and buy custom t-shirts. He's got a really cool t-shirt he designed with like a little 10-speed bike on it. 
Nice. It's pretty cool. So if you're into bikes, if you're into the, uh, that sort of thing and culture, hit up, uh, hit up Cotton Bureau, cottonbureau.com. And you want to look for a shirt called uh, Clean Lines, Clean Dash Lines. And that's going to be his little, uh, his little ditty. Sweet, man. So that's cool. So I like, uh, I'm excited a, for that. I'm is it a competition? Or I, I don't know. I think it's like a thing. You just post it and you buy it. It's a deal. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, congrats. Yeah, we need to help him out. Yeah, he's, he's dope. So uh, I like being Very able to, to talk and share those sorts of things. And I'm yeah. excited about... Um, ben Mullins. Yeah. The other thing I'm excited about is we're going to have some new t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. We're going to have filmmakers drinking bourbon t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to talk anymore about it. I'm just going to tease it. And they're going to be awesome. And we're going to have giveaways. I don't People, even think you should just say t-shirts. You should say swag. There's going to be swag. We're going to have FDB swag. There might be uh, t-shirts. There might be really nice coasters for you to set your bourbon on. But there might not be. We're just, you know, yeah, we're, we're just we're throw, hypothetical. We're hypothetically, right there could be some really nice swag. There might be. There might not. And so my thought is, if we do have nice swag, how cool would it be to have our filmmaker friends take pictures, selfies, what they call them these days. Do they? On set. Ooh. Imagine all these selfies on set with people wearing, Ooh. rocking the filmmakers drinking bourbon brand and being a part of the family. Basically, it's a way to say, cool. I'm cooler than you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? FDB. A lot of people aren't cool, but the ones wearing the t-shirt are going to be considered cool. No, they're all cool. I'm all just, our listeners are cool. No, I mean... Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> non-listeners. Yeah. They're not cool. They'll know what's up. I like non-listeners. They just got to get introduced to, to, the, to the show. Yeah, that's how we get new listeners. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, non-listeners. Yeah. I apologize. They're fine. I didn't mean to. They'll, they'll figure you. it out. Yeah, so. Our uh, listeners will uh, spread the gospel. Speaking of a listeners, we got a, a, a really, mail. we got a good uh, Ask Me Anything mail guy. Yeah, our mail time. segment, yeah. So, um one of our uh, listeners, Unsung Hero Media. Unsung Hero Media. See, finally, somebody who's not anonymous. There you go. We like it when yeah, you're not your anonymous. Name. We like when you're a person. Tell us who you are. Unsung Hero Media. What's he have to say? Says he uh, or she. I think I'm pretty sure it's he. Okay. Says, uh, "Hey guys, I listened to the pilot episode and I really enjoyed it." Well, thank you. Going back to episode one. Episode that's, one. Uh, that's a while ago. Yeah, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, uh, definitely enjoyed, sorry, definitely going to binge the rest of the episodes to catch up. Please do. That's nice. Blend, b- binge the episodes, not the bourbon. Exactly. We do not promote alcoholism. Yep. We promote enjoying a exactly nice, friendly glass of bourbon. What's good is that you can drink a glass of bourbon while you binge all of our episodes. Maybe you might need two or three glasses of bourbon might to get through them all. Yeah, don't try to keep up with us, though. Yeah, don't, don't try to do it. <laughs> um, he uh, says, uh, I've been shooting with a Nikon D750. Nice. Uh, you know the sweet spot on that camera? I do not. <laughs> Can't say I do. Since the start of the year. As yeah. far as superhero movies go, tag on it. People love this debate we got going on. I want to hear what he has to say. I'm kind of a sheep, and I go see most of the opening weekend nice. films. Although, Big fan. he says, although... Marvel movies are starting to get exhausting. Uh, I could agree with that. Some of my favorites in the superhero comic book genre 
are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1991. The original. That's pre, what's her name? Who? The girl. The, Megan Fox. Yeah, that's pre-Megan oh. Fox. Pre-Michael Bay yeah. produced. Yeah. Uh, the Watchmen. Ooh, I like this guy. The Crow. I like this guy. The Dark Knight. I like this guy. So he's, he's into the dark. He wants Good. to get dark. He's like me. He likes yeah. a little bit of drama in his yeah. superheroes. Um, Watchmen's fantastic. So that's cool. Yeah. So that's cool, man. So um, so you never shot on that Nikon? What's the is that thing? What is that thing? I have not. No, it's a DSLR. Right yeah. on. So no, I don't. I don't know the sweet spot. I'm not uh, very well versed in Nikon gear. So yeah. That's, that's I was looking at a little Nikon. This is totally not like this is total amateur, but it's kind of a cute little cute. little guy. You're looking yeah, at a cute, cute. thing. Yes, yeah, cute. Oh, that's nice. The little Nikon one uh, J five. No idea what that it's is. It's like a little hipster camera. It, it looks, it's just cool. Oh, so I don't know. does it's it cool. look old school then? Yeah, it looks old uh, school. It's course. micro uh, three fourths, four thirds. Four thirds. Yeah. I think, I don't know, man. I might buy it. Do it. What do you, yeah, just it's, for family well, stuff? Well, yeah, and, not only that, but it's just kind of cool. Maybe, maybe shoot some stock footage on it. It shoots 60 frames per second at Ooh, 1080. Wow. It's little. You could take it on vacation and grab a couple shots yeah. and. Some 60 frames, you know, B-roll for nice. for stock footage. Nikon does have a good repu- rep- uh, reputation. The only so. thing is that the lenses, I think most of the lenses are like F3, F4. Yeah. Well, don't, yeah, don't, the stock ones. Yeah. If you get it, don't get stock lenses. Yeah. Go for, go for something a little better. They have a, they have some little primes that are like, you know, yeah. like, I don't know, 1.8, is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I got it's some cool. like 1.8 primes. Micro but the whole thing with the cool. micro four-thirds is like that. there's another equation involved. We just talked equation. Crop with, factor. Yeah. yeah. What the hell two, is that? The two, 2.0 crop factor. Yeah. They're telling me this lens is like a 10 millimeter. And I'm like, whoa, Super that's wide, pretty wide. But it's not. It's actually a 20. Can we talk about that? Cool, we can. can. We, can we talk, do we got time to talk about another equation? You always got time. Time <laughs> is on my side. Nice. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Let's so just, well, let's factor. knock that out while we're into it. Um, this is like our math episode. So, most lenses are manufactured to cover a 35 millimeter full frame gate. Is 35 millimeter and full frame synonymous? Yes. Okay. So, that's all I need to know. A 35 millimeter camera. Yep. Those lenses, so yep. you, say you have a 50 millimeter lens designed yes. for. 35 millimeter camera. Sometimes you'll Perfect. see APS-C yes. lenses and cameras, and that means they're a crop sensor or the lenses are made for a crop sensor. Okay. Either way. Okay. I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. Yeah. So say you have a 35 millimeter lens. Yes. 35 millimeter lens meant for a 35 millimeter camera. Yep. On a on certain sensors, on different sensors, if it's a smaller sensor, the angle of view through the lens is altered. Okay. So I can see less of what's there. Yes. It almost as if you're zooming in. Got it. Okay. So on a full frame camera, that 35 millimeter lens yep. will have a 35 millimeter angle of view. Mm-hmm. On a micro four thirds sensor camera mm-hmm. with a 2.0 crop factor. Yep. Smaller sensor. Got it. That lens's angle yes. will be magnified by a factor of two. Okay. So a 35 millimeter times two is? 70? 70. 
Correct. You get a piece of candy. Winner. <laughs> so now. So now it's more of a. So now I'm shooting with a lens. seventy. Yes. So now it's you. You see. You know. But when I buy the camera and I buy the micro four thirds lens, it says it's a thirty. What do you mean? It says it's a thirty millimeter. Yeah. But I'm doing the math. Could be a sixty. So why wouldn't they rate the lenses on micro four thirds? To go ahead and do the conversion so you know in your head, oh, what I'm really getting is a 70 on a 35. Because they manufacture those lenses to be cross-platform. So they want to sell one lens that will be, can you can put on a wide range of bodies, right? Okay. There are companies that make lenses specifically for micro four thirds, sure. specifically for 16 millimeter. Got it. For APS-C, Canon, 70s. Is like, there a conversion chart or site? How do people know? If, if somebody's getting into the game and buys a Blackmagic Mini, the, the little pocket, yeah, and they're like, you know, I want, you know, they th what they're used to is they're used to shooting with uh, 24 to 70. Yeah, and so they slap that on, all of a sudden it's zoomed in really far, and they're like, what is yeah, going on? Yeah, what's going on? Where can they go to get the conversion rate to make that easy? Off the, the top of my head. <laughs> but what I will tell you is that I will find it out and there is a site I've seen it blah 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 Maybe we'll whatever. find it we'll find it we'll put it on fdbpodcast.com you can check it out and it'll show you the sensor size the crop factor what the equivalent focal length is so okay. if you slap so, a 20 millimeter on the black magic pocket you're going to get a x so if I buy a black magic pocket or a micro four thirds yeah. camera to be small and mobile and fun yes I don't necessarily need to freak out when the only lens I can get is a 30 to 110. No. Like, I, it's not going to be like a, or if it's a 10 millimeter lens, it's not going to be like this crazy fisheye. No, no, no. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you need to take all those factors into account. So we'll 10 a, millimeters is going to be little, 20. Yeah, do a yeah. little math. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put the stuff up there on FDB, fdbpodcast.com. It's, it's a whole crazy different game. I mean, yeah. now that we're in the digital realm, how do you we're not feel about the, the, the four thirds? It's good. It's a, a versatile sensor. There's and time and a place, right? Yeah, for sure. And especially actually, there's a company, I will say this, there's a company called Metabones. Yeah. M E T A B O N E S. They make those little converters, right? Speed boosters and converters and adapters. Boosters. So they'll make a, a, a little adapter that will convert or adapt Canon lenses to your, say, Panasonic GH4 body. But what they'll also do is project the lens onto a different image circle piece of glass, which projects it on the sensor, which you get the same angle of view as you would on a full-frame camera. It's right. hard to explain, but what they do, it just adapts it, and it magnifies it or widens it or whatever That's it cool. does. It does well, some magic. Some physics. It does some physics -y, They tap into magic -y Al Albert stuff. Einstein. Yeah, I think aliens Newton, might have made it or something. Other guys. Okay. Newton. Cool. So, well, that's cool. cool. That's good to know because there's a time and a place. We had a project. Sure. We had a project where we were shooting on the Red One, Yeah. but we needed an overhead shot, and we did not have the camera support to throw up a 70-pound build. I remember. Build, right? It was there. Yeah. And so we broke out the, the pocket, pocket Black Magic, and... Yeah. It worked great. With a super wide lens. Yeah, and, and by the time we got into color correction, it matched up, and it was yeah, good. They're great. All right. There's a time and a place for every... For everything. Every lens. <laughs> time and a place. You just like my song awesome. references now, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Well done. 
Anyway. So, um, well, cool, man. We'll, we'll um, throw that info up on the site. You guys can check it out. Yeah. Yeah. This has been fun. It, I feel like there's been a lot of math today. This is, this is If you're a lens manufacturer and you listen to the show, <laughs> chime in and tell us why. Absolutely. And well, and not only that, but if you're listening to the show and you work for, you know, you know, camera company, lens company, et cetera, whatever, and yeah. um, we would love to get our hands on some stuff. We'll test it for you. I mean, we'll. I'll do it. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm not going to bring this up, but we've got Go something it. awesome coming up in the month of September. Shouldn't have said it. I know. I already, I've already said too much. <laughs> yeah, you've already said too much, but he's it's, right. It's there, there's badass. some big stuff. There's it's multiple things. Badass. Multiple things. Yeah. So we'll things, leave it at that. Yeah. Things that people dream about. But be prepared. Get ready. Get ready. It's going to be awesome. going to be awesome. Cool. Anyway. Hey, it's been fun, man. It has. We're at the bottom of the glass. I think we should uh, yeah, for real. have it all. Cheers. Cheers, buddy.